2: Welcome to the family with LA Nick,
0: Alex Brand Bernard Rasmussen, co host Catherine Brandt,
2: Andy Brandt Bernard,
3: and Cassie Schrader. Trader. <laughs> i am like,
2: looking up
0: like cables and trying to. Yeah.
2: For right home. in the middle of twin seasons, you're wearing a Viking shirt. So, what is that? Count? Get
0: out. Oh, I Good. love the Vikings. Football, football, football.
2: We'll be right back. Special guest coming up next with the family. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour de Cure ride. Join me, Doug Sprinthal. Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash or email Doug at walzer.com for more information.
3: still the best music ever.
5: Absolutely.
2: Sorry. One of the greatest singers to of all time. I listen
5: to it every day.
2: If not the greatest singer of all time. Certainly one of them. I don't think there's any question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Our special guest, John Barber. How are you, sir?
1: I, I'm just wonderful. I've been sitting here for five minutes listening to this verbal food fight back there and some guy trying to imitate Dean Martin. <laughs> Uh, Let me tell you something, Pally.
2: (laughs) Some guy trying to imitate Dean Martin. No, John, I grew up a Roman Catholic, so I get to imitate Dean Martin all I want. Nice Italian Catholic boy.
1: Well, I must tell you, Dean was one of the most wonderful and one of the most professional human beings and professional entertainers that I ever, ever met in my whole life. And if you'd like to hear... An interesting story about how Dean ended up with his show being so successful, I'd be happy to tell you, because I was on it uh, uh, three or four times.
2: I would love to hear the story. I do. Th- there is a rumor I want to ask you first about, John, that when Dean Martin did his deal with NBC to do the Dean Martin show on Thursday night, he didn't take money. He took stock in RCA. Is that right? Is that true?
1: Well, no, that, that, that only happened, uh, secondarily oh, and, okay. uh, I, I, okay. I, I, I hate, I hate to do this, but this is one of the reasons that I'm calling. First of all, I'm delighted to be on the show with you all. And I'm so glad you're having so much uh, fun, uh, doing your, doing your show. The, uh, Thanks. the stories, uh, the, the stories about Dean, uh, They are in my my autobiography, which just came out last month. It's called Your Mother's Not a Virgin, The Bumpy Life and Times of the Canadian Dropout Who Changed the Face of American Television. Love it. And not only will you read unbelievable stories about Dean, but I became the private writer to Frank Sinatra for four years. I created the first reality show in America called uh, Real People. And I was chosen by Jim Garrison on his deathbed to be his Boswell to tell his story in two definitive documentaries about the murder of John Kennedy and his investigation. But now back to Dean Martin, one of my very, very favorite human beings. Uh, I ended up playing as a result of being on Dean's show, but mostly because of my son. I had a six year old boy who was a Caucasian Tiger Woods. And Dean used to play every day at a golf course in uh, the Pacific Palisades called Riviera. Mm -hmm. And every single day he lost between one and $2,000 to a couple of golf hustlers. But he didn't (laughs) mind. He just, he could afford it and he loved playing golf. But one day he saw my six year old son hitting golf balls. And he came over and he said, is that your boy, John? And I said, yes. And he went over to him and he introduced himself and he said, young man, how would you like to play golf with me today? And the two hustlers thought he was joking because they're going to lose a couple thousand dollars. He said, no, I'll see you guys tomorrow. What he did is he took my son, put him on the first tee, let my son hit a ball 25 yards. Dean would hit his ball. And they played 18 holes. Dean would go and pick up his ball, take it to uh, my son's ball, take it to his ball, and hit it. They played 18 holes of golf like that. And about seven years ago, I saw the pictures of it, and I was writing Dean a note to tell him how much my son remembered that day. And that was the day Dean died. Dean was never the same Dean was never the same after his son died Mm -hmm. in a plane crash in the San Bernardino Mountains. But now, to a a wonderful story about Dean. One day when I'm playing golf with him, a guy comes over to him and says, "Um, Dean, Dean, my name is such and such, and I'm from Steubenville, Ohio, where you were born. I remember your first appearance in a club. Extended his hand, and Dean didn't take it. And I was shocked. I was totally shocked by it, and I was kind of quiet after that, which is unusual for me in the golf course. And after a while, Dean said, were you shocked by what I just did? And I said, no, I was just a little bit surprised. And he said, John, I hate the past. The only two things that were ever great about the past for me were the day I met Jerry Lewis and the day I left Jerry Lewis. (laughs) Life is like golf. Uh, Life yeah. is like golf, John. You have to play the shot in front of you. The shot behind you is over with. You can't plan the next shot. You have to hit what's in front of you. And then he told me the story of how he ended up being the largest stockholder at RCA, which you made reference to.
2: Unbelievable.
1: When he was hired, when he was hired by NBC, he was hired to be the Italian Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. In other words, he would introduce a comic, and he would introduce a singer, and the show was going absolutely nowhere. His director was a fellow named Greg Garrison, a really tough womanizer, but he, he was very, very smart. Anyway, they were going to cancel Dean's show, and Dean invited Greg out to lunch and told him that, you know, it's going to be the last show. Because they were going to cancel the show. And Greg said to him, Well, it deserves to be canceled. You're no Italian Ed Sullivan. You're a very unique entertainer, and your show should reflect that. So Dean said, What are you talking about? He said, Well, you're a drinker, you're a handsome guy, you're a saloon singer, you've got a lot of women. So what you should do is you should have a show that reflects that. Open the show, sitting at a piano bar drinking a cocktail, smoking a cigarette, and singing Max or whatever one of you guys was trying to sing a few minutes ago. (laughs) And then he said, and then then you should be surrounded by good-looking women that should be called gold diggers because they're after the star. So Dean said, well, if I do that, would you produce it? And he said, well, I'm a director. I'm not a producer. Well, I'd like to make you a producer. So they had a few more drinks. He talked Greg Garrison into doing it. And they shook hands on a contract. In other words, they never had a written contract. Within two months, Dean Martin's show was the highest-rated variety show in American history, except for when the Beatles and Elvis were on the Ed Sullivan show. He did become the largest stockholder in RCA in America. Now, when Dean died, when Dean died, Greg Garrison was still alive, and the handshake stood up in court. So Greg still got half of the show until the day he died two years ago.
2: That is phenomenal. What a great story, John. It's
1: a great story. Uh, and the other thing about Dean, when, when he was by far so professional, I was on the show three or four times and I was on with stars like Lena Horn and Peggy Lee and a lot of others. You would be in a large studio with only the performers and a couple of technicians and Dean Martin would not let anyone talk if, A performer was rehearsing. Now, of course, I'm a new performer. He'd seen me on uh, Merv Griffin's show on Westinghouse and signed me to do a few shows. Now, The first time I was there, and I'm doing my act to like eight people in an empty studio, and you're not going to get many laughs. If anyone whispered or didn't pay attention to me, he would kick them out of the room no matter who they were. That's how devoted he was to, to talent. And, 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 and now I'll tell you a very, very interesting story about my relationship with uh, Greg, Greg Garrison. I was quite successful doing my stand-up on Dean's show. As a matter of fact, when I started in the business, my, my mentor was Red Fox. Wow.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, my, my, wife was, my wife was a band singer with Earl Hines. Earl Hines was the father of jazz pianists. He was with uh, uh, Louis Armstrong's Sectet and then he left it, started his big band, and my wife was a singer, and she knew Dick Gregory and Red Fox. Red Fox became my mentor, even though he used to do these Dirty Party records, which is strange. But anyway, back to the story. (laughs) That's true, though. That is true. Uh, on, On the third show... I used to do this really corny routine about my background that my that my mother was uh Jewish and my father was scotch, which meant you could mix anything with scotch and uh, <laughs> it was tough growing up because <laughs> I was the only kid at synagogue with a plaid skull cap and it was it was murder <laughs> trying to find to play Habanagil on the bagpipes <laughs> well it always got laughed it it always got laughs thank god still does, still does yeah. it was kind of <laughs> corny anyway, anyway Greg Garrison stops one day uh, and we're in the middle of a, re- a dress rehearsal they do a dress rehearsal with a full audience and the full audience would love it because they see all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on in show business anyway Greg Garrison hollers over the intercom he says John hold it a second I want to come down there and ask you a question, okay? So we stop, and he comes down, he talks to me on the floor, and he says to me, you know, you in your act, you do a lot of wonderful political stuff. And he said, you think you could do something that's political but generic? And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, maybe a good joke that will last 10 years and rerun. And I said, well, I don't know. He said, I like your Jew stuff, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I've seen that, so... so Try the political thing. So now here I am, fellas and ladies. I'm standing center stage thinking about what I'm gonna do while the audience is watching me. And in the news at the time, Lyndon Johnson's daughter, Linda, was engaged to an Air Force pilot named Charles Robb. And uh They were about to uh, uh, tie the knot shortly. So I started to think about what could be a good joke involving Lyndon Johnson and this, and the fact that Earl Warren, the chief justice of the United States, wanted to preside over the ceremony. So I put together what I thought was a decent joke, and I called Greg on the intercom, and I said, Greg, you want to come down so I can tell you the joke? And he said, no, I trust you. So he said, are you ready to do it? Uh, and I said, yes, I'm ready to do it. He said, okay, I'm your mark. Uh, I got on the mark. The red light comes on. He says, action. Now, all the audience is smiling because they're watching this behind the scene. So I say to the audience, I said, you know, you've all been reading the newspapers lately, haven't you? And they nod. And I said, you read where Lyndon Johnson's daughter... Linda is engaged to this airman, Charles Robb. And they all smile. And I say, did you know also that Earl Warren wanted to perform the ceremony? And they smile and they nod. And I say, but you know, Lyndon Johnson, President Johnson, turned them down. You know why? And I pause and they all shake their head. And I said, because he said to me, he says, oh, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want you performing that ceremony because after the war report, I don't want to look back in 30 years, find out my daughter ain't married. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> <Well>, I, mu- <laughs> I must tell you, there was an absolute roar and cheer from the audience, and people actually stood and applauded. Now, this is the first time, to me, that I ever thought any Americans would doubt our government about the murder of John Kennedy, and I was staggered. But all of a sudden, Greg Garrison hollers over the intercom. He said, John, hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm coming right down. So he came down with a guy in a blue suit, and he introduced him as a guy from standards and practice. And he says, that is a great joke, but you're not doing it on NBC. And I said, but it's harmless, It's <laughs> It, it, it doesn't say anything about, you know, we're really, it, it, it's harmless. And the guy said, no, it's not, because NBC supports the Warren report. And I said, how can you? It's full of cartoons. They don't, <laughs> don't even have x-rays or photographs. They have, they have a drawing of a bullet going through the back of president's head. It looks like it's designed by Mag Magazine. And he says, you're not doing it. And and Greg says, Okay, back to the Jew jokes. So <laughs> I have to go back to doing the, the Jew jokes. John, you have
2: to come on the show much so more often. Go. We have to have you on a lot more often, John. Can you set aside like a like fifteen minutes a week? I love talking to you, man. You're on. Oh amazing. well that's
1: very very sweet. As a matter of fact, I'm on my way to LA to do a major book signing, then I'm going to Canada for Three, three weeks, The Prodigal Son Returns. But when I come back, I'd love to do it. And I must tell you, and I, I don't say this because I wrote it. It's true. The best book ever about anybody in show business was Ben Hex a child of the century. Highest paid screenwriter in history. My book, Your Mother's Not a Virgin, will replace it. And if you guys send me your post office box or your address, I will send you an autographed copy. And you don't have to read it from the beginning. You can go anywhere in the book. I was the first host of the Gong Show. Uh, I can tell you unbelievable stories about every major star that you never heard of before. Anyway, (laughs) I want to thank you so much for having me on.
2: John, Mr. Barber, thank you so much, sir. Great talking to you. Your mother's not a virgin. The bumpy life and times of the Canadian dropout who changed the face of American TV. We'll be back with the family. Or visit WhitingClinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
5: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. That's life.
0: Oh, yes, life. What a tune.
2: And I noticed that song one of you guys was trying to sing. Oh, that's nice Jim. Uh, okay, <laughs>
3: okay, funny man.
5: Turncoat. I thought you did a pretty good job. I you loved him.
2: It. I loved stuff. You know, you were just talking about the fact that generation was so special. It's never happened again. No, nah, it's, it's never happened. It's a once happen. in a
5: lifetime experience that a lot of people missed out on. Yeah. Milking. The, the World War coal. II
2: generation was unbelievable. <laughs> Change the world but forever. that,
5: that, that, that <laughs> generation of entertainment. Oh, God, yes. It's just spectacular.
2: Little Don Rickles in there.
5: Everything. Everybody. It was, just, it was a perfect timing. It was a perfect storm.
2: One of the saddest things I ever saw in my life, because there was no bigger Don Rickles fan than me. I love Don Rickles so much, because, you know, I, I could throw an insult at someone once in a while. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you
3: gonna hurl. I
0: could hurl an insult out <laughs> little. there.
2: The last time he was on, I can't remember. I think it was on Jimmy Fallon, but I'm not sure. could have been on Kimmel. could have been on any of those pukes. They're all terrible.
0: Jimmy they're... Fallon seems like a good person. Jimmy yeah, Fallon does. Wants
5: the better of any of
0: them. And he seems yeah, like a good, good person in general, yeah. which is most important.
2: Yeah. Don Rickles came out, and I think it was Jimmy Fallon. Because uh, okay, that's The Tonight Show, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it was Jimmy Fallon. He walks out, and he's doing his, he sits down with Jimmy Fallon. He's doing his deal. Nobody laughed.
5: Different a different generation. Different, they did oh, not geez. laugh at
2: all. And you could tell Don was getting really, really depressed about it and really, really sad. different saddened. world, man. Uh, he was hilarious. Yeah. Although he did say things on the in the initial tonight show you're not going to get away with today, I can promise no. you. No, that. he was...
3: He was pretty cruel. Yeah, I was actually you know?
5: sad. He was yeah. not cruel. He wasn't cruel. It was pretty funny. Sometimes. I mean, on. if
3: you if you had never
5: heard him. Have you ever seen go, go see him live in like Vegas no, or something? And I he would start picking on people did. in the we front row. I didn't see We Brickle's saw
2: a in Celebrity Room. Carlton he would start celebrity
5: picking room. on people in the front row. It was pretty brutal. Yes. Then. And then he was brutal.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Remember what he said to that guy in the front row? He walks up and he's talking to me. Yeah, he's talking to this guy. And all of a sudden, he just pauses. He looks down at the guy. He's got this huge nose. Oh,
1: dear. He
2: goes, oh, look at this guy down here let me put it this way. You're either a Jew
5: or an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was pretty good, man. Oh, he was funny. No, I was kind of saddened that Dean Wharton didn't get more attention when he passed away. Because it really wasn't. Loved him. It got, it. was just like a burp. Well, like, he kind of disappeared.
3: I mean, he just disappeared. Because of his son. Because his son died. No, once his son died, he mean, kind of went
5: yeah. to yep. his regular life.
3: Right. Didn't he have a ranch or something yeah. in Texas? Yep. Yep. Was it Texas? Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah I, th-
3: I just think he lived a quiet life, and he didn't want to be bothered. But I'd,
5: I thought there'd be a little more Dean Martin stuff on oh, TV. I would agree. Some, you know, some specials. Yeah. Well, and maybe yeah, I mean, he was made for TV movie was, of Dean he Martin's huge life at one time. He was yeah, absolutely he was, yeah.
3: huge. As
2: a does. matter of fact, you know, uh, Frank Sinatra wanted Dean to endorse John F. Kennedy, and he goes, "Well, no, you know, Frank, that's your deal. I'm not endorsing anybody." So he gets elected. John F. Kennedy cheats and gets elected. And if anyone's (laughs) dying, just read your history because it's what happened.
5: Yeah.
2: And it's why What's-His-Face ended up shot in the back of the head. uh, Giancana, Sam Giancana. Because, what is it, Virginia or West Virginia? I think it's West Virginia. West Virginia. But in any case, I don't know, it might be Virginia, whatever the situation is. But Dean Martin, he was uh, called by the White House and asked to sing at the inauguration and then have dinner with President Kennedy and Jacqueline Kennedy. And he said, What? He goes, We want you to sing at the inauguration. And then we want to have dinner and spend the night with the Kennedys. And he said, I'll sing two songs, but I don't want to have dinner with you. Mm. (laughs) To the United States president. Ah, that's Ah, my kind of guy right there. He didn't
3: play the game, did he? He did not
2: play the game. He was from Youngstown, yeah, Steubenville, but Youngstown, Ohio. It's, uh, you know.
0: Midwest. Midwest.
2: a damn good actor, by the way. He does not yeah, get yeah. credit for as good an actor as he was. No, too. he
5: was in some good movies too. He really
2: was. Now I loved Dean. Well, Tuts's favorite was Dean Martin. I mean, it, whether I liked Dean Martin or not, I was going to like Dean Martin because Tuts yeah. loved him. I oh, mean, how did not
5: was... like Dean Martin? I know. I agree. Better looking, Sinatra, yeah. swagger, better looking than Frank Sinatra. Yes, yeah. yes. Swagger. such, and he was a good looking guy.
0: He was a very
3: Frank Sinatra probably did have a better voice.
5: Yeah. Oh, I don't think technically.
3: so. Technically. Yeah. I would say well,
5: technically. Well, technically he did, yes. yes he definitely and he, did. Was yeah, it, he was more commanding.
3: Yeah. He was more commanding as
5: a personality. Yeah. You know why? He
3: kind of had to kind of do he the played same the mob.
5: Song. He, oh, he played the yeah, he mobster. Yeah, he did, type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Where Dean just played but he the was, happy guy. Yeah, Dean,
3: Dean was just so cool. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Mad Hell. <laughs> he was
3: cool. Matt
0: he just cool. Mad
2: Helm. He was very cool. Yeah, he, he, was. Was the Ameri- he was the American James Bond. It was called matt helm oh
5: amazing. that's right phenomenal phenomenal
2: yeah he honestly got it. remember les brown and his band of renown that I was do. dean martin's band yeah. les brown yeah. les and brown. the band of renown right yeah. yeah so he was he was going to sit up i'm gonna go over the couch and sing a song and as <laughs> walking over to sit on the couch les brown makes some smart ass comment and dean looks over him on, on television he goes let's have a little more music and a little less brown <laughs>
5: It's a great ad lib, I and Dean was one of those guys too who would that would start laughing on camera oh, and yeah. not yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah. And he would make everybody else crack up like Carol Burnett used to do, like they, they used to do in the Carol Burnett show. <laughs> when it was pretty when funny. When the
3: Dean Martin Roast was on, that was that before or after his son died? Before?
5: Before, I believe.
3: Okay. So he just didn't do anything. No, he after hit the wall after
2: his son got killed. Dino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It only son happen. yeah. It was his only son Dino, Dino, Desi, That's and surprising.
3: Billy. I mean, how many times was he married?
5: Just
2: once, I think. Really, yeah,
5: Dean wasn't a big player. Really? I think Dean was no. only married once. A lot, married of stuff, a, lot of, a lot of stuff that people think about Dean Martin, like that he was a constant partyer. He was the person who left the party the fastest, the earliest, and went home to his wife.
0: Well, they just think Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Yeah, yeah.
5: but Dean Martin always went home. He's to his in wife. a pod. Yeah, oh, Frank really Sinatra know was married about yeah. five hundred times. Very loyal yeah. family man.
0: But was he? He was a boozer.
5: Nope. No. He, was he not. wasn't a boozer. Was was
3: a boozer. <laughs> Mom all Mom, of knows. Mom boozer. Knows, nothing about, played, knows nothing about he the he man. He
5: played a boozer on television for he character, did. Yeah, he did. but he ne- he was a very light drinker. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, the story that he just told, he said that, you know, he was a drinker and he, he
5: but he did that as a stick. Oh, his stick was to always have a martini or a yeah. cigarette exactly. and, and a cigarette. Exactly. That was his stick.
2: That's because everybody did, like madmen. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had had yeah.
5: What That's did
0: fair. he die of, again? Uh, just, probably old age. Old age. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Lung probably, cancer. Probably most pneumonia.
5: He,
0: yeah, did,
5: so lung
3: he did cancer. smoke. <laughs> don't tell me he didn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: did smoke. He's not Italian.
3: <laughs> I don't
5: think he smoked.
0: <laughs> you don't think
3: he's his Italian?
2: Yeah, lung cancer from smoking. Miss Jared. The fourth but i was asked by joe from loval the fourth member of the rat pack it was dean martin it was frank sinatra sammy davis jr it was uh peter lawford and once in a while joey bishop oh joey bishop was in there yeah 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 there were five of them actually but it was i think peter lawford joe is the person you're thinking of
5: i think joey bishop had a little more pull than Lawford did
2: oh i think there's no question about that you know there's a story about uh old joe kennedy you know because Peter Lawford was married to one of the Kennedys, yeah, he was. eventually. Yeah. Well, the very first time that Joe Kennedy ever met Peter Lawford, he was a car parker at a restaurant in Palm Spring, in Palm Beach, excuse me. He was parking cars, right? And apparently many people tell this story that Joe Kennedy pulls up in his car, has his car parked, he walks in and says, Where's the manager? And you now this is like in the nineteen thirties or forties, I suppose. Probably forties. I don't know. But he says to the manager, you need to fire that white kid parking cars. And the manager said, why? And he says, because he's out there eating lunch with the big ends. That's mean? your Kennedy family right there.
5: That's oh well, the way it was back then, too. Well, I don't know. Especially on Palm Beach. Well, Palm Beach was anti yeah, Who could possibly Semitic.
3: care who was having lunch with who? Yeah, I exactly. Don't know. Whatever.
5: Palm Beach Once was a different, different world. No, it's like the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. They're Joke, different worlds. Yeah, different yeah, worlds. It's true. true. But you yeah. don't understand what the Hamptons are if we're on Oh, God, as. no. It's a different planet. Yeah,
2: it is. Catherine and I had a good laugh because uh, apparently Taylor Swift met, uh, was it Connor Kennedy? Is that his name?
3: I think so. Oh, I think it's yeah, Connor yeah.
2: Kennedy, yeah. She met him, and apparently she really wanted to be a Kennedy. She had this lifelong dream of being a Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So now she's dating Connor Kennedy. She buys the house right next door to the Kennedy compound.
3: In front of Roses. No, Ethel. 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 It was That's in front right. of
2: Ethel's house. Yeah. She had beachfront and Ethel didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
5: oh, God. Remember the first time I went to the Hamptons, I was just in just like where the where the hell am I at? Exactly. Like I didn't understand it at all. The
0: land of billions of dollars.
3: Yeah, so. I
5: was just like, this is not American. Know, no, that is. It's not... definitely
0: a strange Wonderful place, (laughs) aren't they like two
2: three hundred million dollar houses now? Oh, I
5: I think more than that.
2: Some more than that,
5: some of them. Oh, yeah, and they're they're
3: just uh, summer houses. Some people, some people,
5: people like the Metropolises, or the guy named Evan Metropolis, his dad bought him hostess for gag gifts because he's a stoner, right? So he owns he owns Twinkies and Wonder Bread and all that. And his dad literally bought it for him for 90 million dollars as a gag gift. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, they own Bumblebee Tuna, they own a lot of stuff. but, But Evan's become he was just on this year on the cover of Fortune magazine he's become a powerhouse but he owns like eight houses in Hollywood Hills and like four in the Hamptons and oh they're all god. they're all decked out in different eras like a 70s house and they, oh my you
2: know, god you need more to money kick than sense. we
5: have more money than they know what to do with mm-hmm. but the Hamptons are a str- is a strange world man every is, every yeah. bush is somebody spent like days sculpting it <laughs> God well that's the
2: Palm Beach is like is like that too yeah, yeah. it is absolutely We just saw yesterday that Mark Zuckerberg, isn't that his name, Mark Zuckerberg, just bought a $60 million house in Lake Tahoe. That's nothing to him.
5: Yeah. (laughs) That's nothing to him. That's like me spending 60
3: bucks. That's a day's earnings. Seriously, 60
5: million in Zuckerberg is like me spending 600 bucks.
2: It is pretty much, isn't it? It is. That's why, you know, I do understand some of the talk about the upper 1%. Instead of doing by like $60 million, I... And can you really say that Mark Zuckerberg earned his money? No. It wasn't even his
5: idea. Well, you know? see, his partner that started it with him was trying to get Facebook broken up.
2: Yeah, he is. Yeah, He, he is. went he to said the government
5: said, you need to break it up. I And I agree, that,
2: with, that I, and I agree that, with that completely,
5: 100%. What happened to
2: trust busting? Yeah,
5: you're right. That's you're absolutely right. Gone they, out. Yeah, they
2: haven't been no. doing that. In,
3: Since Reagan.
2: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's pretty much true. I don't know what we're going to do about all this stuff. I, seriously. They're all too
3: busy shoving money in each other's pockets.
2: Mm-hmm. And now what are they fighting? There's got to be a new political f- Oh, wait, here it is right here. I, I, every day I go, there's got to be a new political fight. And I look down. Trump cancels meeting today over Pelosi slam. They were supposed to meet and talk about this that, and the other thing. And, uh, the, uh, you know, Trump and Pelosi were supposed to meet because she does not want him impeached.
3: What? I thought she did. No, she's no, the one who doesn't She it's does. She does.
5: She does She did. Never right. going to happen yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know. People, people don't understand. The only you have to be an admitting dude. somebody has to admit they did wrong. Yeah. To get impeached quickly.
2: It ain't happening. Clinton
5: got impeached quickly because he admitted. He went yes. in front of Congress and said, "I did yeah. wrong. I lied. I lied in well, front of did. Congress yep. that I had sex with that girl." And he got, he was an admitting. Person who got impeached, and he still didn't get impeached. <laughs> he, yeah. he went impeach impeachment, but then the Senate said no. They, they, they impeached him. They pardoned him. Yeah, yeah exactly. they did pardon. But the, he did get impeached. Right, but he did still get to stay as president for Absolutely. a couple more. years. Well, a lot of <laughs> people think
0: being impeached Absolutely. means that you, you get lose fired. your job as the yeah. president, but, but that's know, not
5: true. Right. No. But if but you know, Trump would never admit any wrongdoing, so he's not. It would take years. He would appeal it for years and years and yeah. years. Yeah. There's not enough years left, even if he going to there's only one. I'm
3: wondering how much this presidency is going to cost him. I mean Boy, he must they, be spending a hundred million world. a year on on legal fees. He's gotta yeah. be. They're... Yeah.
5: Well he doesn't he does pay for his legal fees. No.
3: I thought the Clintons had to pay for all their own legal mm-hmm. fees. Only for
5: private stuff like private foundation stuff. stuff. Trump got rid of all that stuff. He did. As far as president goes, he don't pay for legal fees for his president stuff. Well government stuff. But,
3: but still he's he's got to be paying attorneys for his tax stuff that, that he's he trying does. to keep out does. of yeah, the public true. eye yes. for some reason and we know
2: that costs a lot of money yeah jesus um i gotta bring this up we only got two minutes in this segment but i got to tell you something one of the most depressingly sad things that i've seen is the the press is now taking the death of children and blaming it on trump of course. and instead of letting these children die in peace I think three children have died in, uh, in American custody because they're illegal immigrants. They, so they put them in, you know. And it's not a cage, by the way. It was a yard fenced in by the Obama administration. It was not a cage, and it's still not a cage. And if
5: you read what they died of, it's all diseases that they brought diseases. from South yes. America. And had, they've had it for <clears> the <throat> whole trip.
2: Yep. And here's the depressing part. You're going to take the death of a little boy and use it? For news.
5: It's yep, not death by abuse. It's oh, death by God. disease. Yeah.
2: It's just don't use a death of a little kid or three of them or how many ever there are. I but think there are five. The
5: kids now. should never have been moved. No!
2: They should have never been brought to America because they were sick. And it, it, What
3: are they dying from? What kind of influenza,
5: disease? Influenza, yeah, stuff oh, there's, like there's that. There's lots of them. Oh. Now, now they got. Hey, yeah. There's stuff that we eradicated 100 years ago yeah. now coming back into this country from. People coming across the border. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, measles has made a huge comeback. Measles, well,
5: measles, measles will yeah. well, g- kill you. But there is, there uh, is smallpox. Mm-hmm. Smallpox. There's multiple right kids with smallpox that's at the border, good. but it's there. Just, it's uh, there. Like I said,
2: could you leave little children who die out of well, actually, the? Actually, one of those
5: kids that just died had smallpox. Oh.
2: Yeah, he did. Right. Yikes. Yeah, he did. But I mean, that's that's the whole thing. To, tr- to say this, the kids are put in ca- they were not put in cages. The the yard was built by the Obama administration to keep them safe, to keep the criminals
5: out, not to cage the kids in. There's a, there's a video. Of, Jesus, there's a video of Biden talking about immigration fifteen years ago. I saw that. <laughs> he ain't gonna and win, he man. He say, "Put him in
3: cages." He is. He is. Oh God. So well, yeah, okay. So this little measles outbreak that happened in New York City—like the hundred people came out with it—and
2: we'll open with Catherine talking about a hundred people in cages, or measles, or something in cages. We will be. <laughs> right, we will be right back with the family.
5: And the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to ChrisLindahl.com
2: right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. I'm talking to Neil Sheehy, ex-NHL defenseman. Neil, you've had great success following the NutriMost Wellness Plan. How much weight did you lose? Tom, I dropped over 63 pounds in 44 days. But more importantly, I know how to keep it off. That's great. What makes Nutrimost different from all of those other programs out there? In addition to my success, I have two brothers and two sisters who had great success on the Nutrimost wellness program. And collectively, we all lost a total of 222 pounds on the program. My brother and I were so impressed that we decided to open up a clinic in Plymouth. Find out how and why Nutrimost is unlike any other weight loss plan by attending the Nutrimost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, June 4th at Jake's in Plymouth. Nutrimost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Register for the Nutrimost dinner or schedule your immediate consultation. Call 763-333-7337. That's
0: 763-333-7337.
2: That's the kind of thing I hear in my head when I wake up in the morning.
0: that's <laughs> your alarm.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my alarm right
0: it's
2: there. Oh, this is really nice, Joe from Louisville, California is the unwashed anus of the United States.
0: No. <laughs> oh. I mean, so. <laughs> apologize to all our but,
3: California you know, listeners.
2: Back to Catherine.
3: My my point was is I that mean, okay? I mean, Jane found. So there's a small measles outbreak. Where in,
0: in would, New York? I wouldn't call York. it small.
3: It's a hundred people.
0: And it's almost all among Orthodox Jews. Out of all of New York, and there's not been a single health complication because of it. Yes.
3: So and, and they're they're making it there's laws now that everybody has to be revaccinated and if yeah. you don't you have to pay a fine blah Orthodox blah blah. Orthodox Jews
2: won't get vaccinated. Yeah, well, I
3: just saying that's you're... what they're doing in New York City right now. Mm-hmm. So and when I take my if I want to take a dog or a horse somewhere like they some, quarantine yeah. them. Yeah. Make sure they're fine even right. though I can have all the vaccination <laughs> records in the world they yeah, still will quarantine, lines, them. You have to quarantine them. Not the state lines but over, overseas. Yeah.
5: I thought some states do, too. Mm, if you're
3: fly, you should probably have, you, you need to have
5: your records. But anyway, right.
3: so you're bringing people in from God knows where. God knows where. God knows where. We have no idea where they're coming from. Wouldn't Isn't it just prudent to make sure that they're detained long enough to make sure that they're not going that to would bring be nice. diseases in? Oh, and it's
0: not like they'd have to be detained for like a month. So no. Like what is it? A, two weeks?
3: Yesterday two weeks. they
5: were taking them to bus stops in San Bernardino County. And dropping them off at bus stops,
3: without even making sure that they're well.
5: Yeah, because there's a hundred, there's so many of them. There's nowhere nothing yep. to do it. <coughs> Yep, it's true. I they showed mixed... footage. I saw. I watched footage. They were dropping them off at bus stops.
3: Uh, and how fair is that? It's like, okay, you probably don't speak English. Maybe you have an education. Maybe you don't. Here's a bus well, ticket. Keep, Good no, luck. Have them, a nice day. Them a
5: bus ticket. Oh. I just chopping off a bus stop. Nobody's saying anything about a ticket. <laughs> oh, no, they're just leaving them there. Yeah, so they're just leaving them there. These
3: people don't know where they're going to stay. Well, lot, they have, they, do they have money? Pe-
5: these are people, nope, they don't have any money. They don't give oh, them any money. Oh, my God. But these are people that are saying that they have family in certain in these sure. regions.
3: Let's believe everything but, but anybody
5: part, says. Well, that's part of the, how you can get in. If you say you have a family here, then you can get in. They've
0: actually started doing, they did a some dna testing and i think like 30 40 percent of that is lies so yep. which surprises and no get, you one you do get a, a court
5: date and you have to show up at court but there's a there's Nobody literally goes. a <clears> one <throat> percent one yeah. percent there's a one percent that are coming to court which has surprised me there's even one well, percent those people that
3: show up at court they should instantly be okay you get to get it yeah agree. like you care yeah you Actually, give a crap yeah. about the law yeah
5: and you know, yeah. the, the best thing though i don't know if you guys caught this so all the, so the they want to send just a thousand of these people that are in in, in El Paso Texas in a camp there to Palm Beach and Broward County yes. well all the Palm Beach Broward County officials who run the governments there went on film and said listen we want open borders. We want immigration. But we can't host any yep. of yeah. them here. That's exactly what they want. We bear. don't have the funding, the resources, the housing, or jobs for any of well, them. Well, Florida not to
3: be- is already hosting people from South America and Central America in their own areas. Yeah, they well, don't need people know, from other areas that are Dick, coming Dick in. Daniel yeah. Broward County yeah.
5: screamed that they want open borders. So open borders is open borders. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. You can't, fight, you can't say open borders but except not here.
2: But not here. But yeah. not
5: here. You can go anywhere you want, but you can't come into my house. So now, guess what? Trump's sending a 1,000 of them there.
3: Well, all of those Hamptons um, mansions that probably have, what, 10, 15 bedrooms, (laughs) why can't they go up there for the... The the two
5: last havens will be Palm Beach and and the Hamptons.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right about that. Because so
5: much money buys anything. Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. They'll, They'll get their own private army. No,
2: that's true. All right, I want to read this story, and I think it's one of the funniest things I ever heard, and not just because it's about Joe Biden. I don't care about that part of it. If it were about Donald Trump or Joe Biden or, or me, for that matter, I would think it's very funny. But it is about Joe Biden in this case. But again, if you're voting for Joe Biden, good for you. It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's him. North Korea has labeled Joe Biden, quote, a fool of low IQ.
5: I saw that. Little oh, Kim, Kim. Kim Jong. Here's the best little part.
2: Kim. Here's the best part. A fool of low IQ and an imbecile bereft of elementary <laughs> qualities as a human being. I
3: saw what, what, did, what did Joe do to Todd? That?
5: What that's, happened? That's what not happened? Not a, that's not a good review. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, they asked little kid oh, oh I think it's hilarious. Did he ever meet with him? I suppose no. he did no. as a vice president. No, he never did. no kidding. No, nobody did. did. Nobody, nobody, did. did.
1: Nobody, nobody ever he meets with
5: anybody. Obama never did. Ever meet with him. I thought he was ever. the first
3: president. I didn't know he.
5: Well, next to Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, consider the
0: source. He's friends with Rodman. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, after the God. presidential hopeful called north korean leader kim jong un a tyrant during a recent speech uh, pyongyang's oh, official korean I mean. central news agency on wednesday said the former vice president had insulted the country's supreme leadership and committed an intolerable and serious politically motivated provocation
3: i love supreme
2: leadership supreme yeah.
3: leader? i know i know but it's just so hilarious i know
0: I am supreme
2: leader during a campaign launch in philadelphia on saturday biden accused uh, president trump of cozying up to dictators and tyrants like Kim and Russian President Vladimir Putin, so they called him a fool of low IQ and an imbecile bereft of elementary
0: quality
5: well, That's a human it's pretty being. It's yes. a pretty good role there, though. I think that's hilarious. I did too. It's and pretty it's really good. good
0: English, considering they're in North Korea. Well, well that's he, true.
5: Has, he yeah. has 20 people probably doing it. Yeah. Sure I guess it they're probably true.
3: re-examining that whole Biden... What, what's this on? Hunter Biden got that billion-dollar contract? Oh, China. What a scam that was. China <laughs> and the
2: Ukraine, isn't it? I guess the Ukraine uh, yeah. one goes back Ukraine. a lot further, even. Yeah, crazy.
3: that's when everybody was, was tossing money into the Clinton I'll tell you what, people yeah. don't
5: realize how many how much money these people are scamming. Oh, oh they have God. no clue. It's a lot of dough. endless, endless cash flow. That's sad? Even on the local level. But I love even them, and the they local, only care about me. But even on the local level, these people are getting rich. I don't think you're wrong.
2: Oh, I think that's the whole deal. It's all about getting rich.
5: Even, even... When when, when uh, our boy wonder became mayor of Minneapolis, his best man runs a uh, firm, and he got every contract for design all oh, these buildings, what a shock. like everyone. Why? I watched. He got that. like every one of them. Why do we allow that? I would because like because
3: nobody to know. knows, nobody pays attention because it's not uh, in the news. There's no investigative journalism anymore. So how are people supposed to know? How it's
2: legal, man. Okay, do me a favor. Who's Jamie Oliver?
3: Jamie Oliver is a chef, right? He's a no,
0: chef. He's one of many. No, he's, many, is a chef. No, he's uh, one of the many talk show hosts. Yeah. No, 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 that's no. He's
2: a You're celebrity John chef. Oliver. John Oliver. Oh, Jamie Oliver's a Oliver, chef.
0: Yeah. Jamie Oliver, he's James a chef. celebrity, Oliver. like he's celebrity I said, celebrity chef. I never even
2: heard of him. Celebrity chef Jamie Oliver's <laughs> British restaurant chain filed for bankruptcy protection on Tuesday, partly due to increased competition, and escalating rents in local commercial districts. The insolvency put thirteen hundred people Ooh, out of a job. That's
1: Oops. bad.
2: Reignited worries about local retail and food outlets in Britain. Yeah, maybe we're going to learn one of these days. Like in Minneapolis, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to drive every business
1: well, out of business. Well, London
3: has gotten to be so it's crazy insane. expensive that yes. Nobody can even afford to rent anything. It's just it's it's getting well, it's always been worse for cost of living than even New York.
5: Well, I just saw the new the new affordable housing in New York City just opened up, but you have to make between sixty seven and one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. You
3: can't afford to live in New York on sixty seven thousand dollars a year. There's no No.
5: way. No, but I'm saying the affordable housing you have to to make that much money to live there. Okay. The affordable
3: housing. So, so you're working poor at $100,000 a year. Yeah. You're
5: working poor, yes. That's
3: ridiculous. That's, you're in the
5: poverty
3: level. Well, $75 for a cup of soup and a half of a sandwich at the hotels. I mean, back when you were interning in Manhattan, a martini, $24, $26, not yeah. unheard of. No. Yeah. Oh, God. And that's no. a while ago. No,
2: no that's, that's very true. That's, well, again, Catherine, if you and I go out to dinner with another couple, the bill is always several hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, no, just, just no matter where you
3: go. Know. that's
2: in Minneapolis. City. It's
3: it's the taxes psychotic.
5: in the, yeah, the taxes well, the tax in, the in cities the city have 16% crazy. or crazy. Sixteen percent for the stadium. Right.
3: Only on wow. food and beverage, though. Isn't yeah.
5: that amazing? And hotel rooms, right? And well, Hotel room
3: taxes are insane. They're like thirty percent on a hotel well, and room. Well, it's like
0: yeah. the state tax, the city tax, the convenient tax, the stadium surcharge. surcharge. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Half of your bill is attacked.
5: Hey, did I tell you guys about my condo it became a bail bondsman? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, they turned my my condo. So my condo is yeah. yeah, it's a bail bondsman now, oh, which I love. So it
0: fits. Oh my god.
5: <laughs> it fits perfectly with the former resident. It's a bail bondsman. They, the whole door's bail bonds and the big phone over. I know that people live in the building you gotta be just freaking
2: out Oh, uh, mag- oh LA we uh, <laughs> I think everybody else in, in the room heard the story but Michelle Tafoya was in for the NBC thing last week in the meetings in New York <laughs> he didn't want to go out one night to dinner so she ordered a cup of chicken noodle soup and a chicken salad hundred bucks $75 I'm not she surprised <laughs> that's
5: ridiculous <laughs> I'm not surprised at all I 75 drank, I drank dollars. a water I drank a water in a room just one of the waters uh-huh. and it was seven dollars and it wasn't even a brand it was just one of those crappy seven like no name brands yeah. seven bucks
2: and it's all taxes isn't it
5: seven bucks for water
2: yeah but i think most of it's taxes
5: i was it's when amazing. i saw my bill i said really seven dollars
3: you're lucky it was only seven they actually took
5: it yeah. they took it off did oh they? did they yeah, yeah. Did you complain? i didn't complain i just said really seven dollars for Little, i'll give you three that little bottle of water <laughs>
3: i'll drink tap water i'll There's barter water. with you
5: here when i get anybody like like mm-hmm. like, middle, like 30s to 50s and they see me they're like don't worry about we will take it off and then they take they take it off <laughs> you know
2: it's amazing people don't realize that new york new jersey pennsylvania connecticut and one other state has the cleanest drinking water in the united states
5: Really. Pennsylvania, uh, it's artesian it water. Is, it's, it's the cleanest it's water. the cleanest in water in the United States. United States.
0: Bloomington oh, has the cleanest water in the state of Minnesota. you <laughs> <laughs> it?
5: with
3: it's your it. clean water, bragging doesn't. rights. I,
0: don't know. I like rights. I got pretty good water.
2: That's nice. Well
0: water.
3: Yeah, but it's
5: good. Golden
3: Valley used to be that artesian well stuff yeah and then they switched to the mississippi sludge nice.
5: house now. nice so can, i did a taste test with nancy and i bought all this fancy water oh, she want not drink, drink, our water so i got all the waters fancy bottles and i poured them on glasses and then i got one out of our kitchen sink i said tell me what the best water here is yeah and i sat back and watched and she picked our water no, and cool. i knew wow. she would great water L- LA,
3: l.a did that too l.a tap water supposed to is supposed to be really it good it actually is yep. yeah mm-hmm.
2: Well, the further west you go, the more iron there is in they the They actually
5: water. bet the one in L.A., the best water got picked was out of a hose out of the back of a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding you, Not mm. a fact.
3: Was it, it a nice lead-based hose? It
5: was out of the back <laughs> of <the> gas <laughs> station. They took it out of a hose, and it got picked as the best tasting water.
2: All right, we only got a couple minutes left, so we'll close with this one. Did, did anybody see this coming when, when Georgia passed that new abortion law? They got the new abortion law, right? Then the, the, apparently oh. you can't get abortions at all, right?
0: What? Well, it hasn't actually How is this possible? Okay, so it hasn't actually passed. I, Alabama, I mean, it's been voted, but it, it hasn't well, passed. And it's going oh, to be the struck governor
2: down. Already said, yeah. Oh,
5: that's oh, in it's Alabama. Alabama. That's yeah. in it's going to be struck. So it's can't It's b- Alabama, Missouri, and Georgia are all right. in, right. in, in right. yeah. All yeah. trying. So you to can't do
0: get something. an abortion and if you do even for incest and rape, you can't get an abortion and if you get one, you can get up to 90 years in prison. But
5: you guys have that's to realize doctor,
0: you. oh yeah the doc the, yeah if that's you're a doctor that gives you guys have yeah.
5: to realize this is all political theater yeah it's of course it's all yeah, absolutely. political yes. theater it is. You can yep. have the craziest thing going on <laughs>
2: right well here's an example of what it's good you know georgia
5: peach that you know the production oh yeah and all the
2: actors oh, yeah. are mad at the. Yep, course. they're all saying we aren't going to work there anymore
5: and they said we don't care Georgia. It's all political yeah. theater. It's all
2: this. Georgia's strict new abortion laws starting to take a toll on the state's burgeoning entertainment industry. A film starring Kristen Weig won't film there. Oh no! How are they going to take that punch? <laughs> mm. uh, nor will a TV show for Amazon Studios, the Wiig fa- film, is Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar. Sounds oh, that, I might start crying. That sounds <laughs> bad. so lame. Bad. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh
0: God. oh my god
2: is that part one or two yeah yikes uh anna momolo i don't know who anna momolo is annie momolo um oh she's on the bridesmaid Uh, apparently it was written by wieg and bridesmaid collaborator annie momolo the tv show is the power a sci-fi drama about young women based on a novel by naomi alderman both projects aimed to take advantage of Georgia's generous tax credits for TV and film production, which Minnesota dro- dropped the ball so badly on that we had it for a while and they said, get rid of it. And all of the business just left.
5: Yeah. Fun. We don't, we don't give any money for anything. No, we don't.
2: Here. Well, except for, you know, wait, we, we take care of our roads. Oh, that's ramps. right, we don't. Uh, <laughs>
5: yeah. the God, roads. the roads are terrible. They are really bad this year, man. Really They're bad. not fixing them either.
0: Well, they, they're attempting it because everywhere you go, there's road construction, closed ramps, but it, and then they'll well, open the happened. ramp, and it's like, what, what was even Nothing, done yet, here? yeah, nothing changed. They spread changed. a little grass I see, seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I see like a couple
3: when little spots of new out, concrete. See this mess they
5: got going on out here? Oh, my God. Oh, my
0: God. It takes me an extra 10 minutes to get here. I know. Well, we'll traffic. close
2: with this. Uh what the hell are they doing on ninety-four
5: and thirty-five? <laughs> what
1: is that? <laughs> I That's always that I, think, I think it's I it. a That's ramp to
3: thirty-five. Been, That's gonna be separate. It's
5: years. gonna be two more years. Oh jeez. <laughs> I think they're gonna actually close ninety-four.
2: Mikhail, I could just scream. That's all I have to I say. Know. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.